0: Are you ready? Indeed I am, and you will get an honest answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have to start la- stop laughing, because when we
1: start the show laughing, nobody knows why we're laughing. Let's Laugh, do it. <laughs> Here we go. This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Hi, and welcome to another episode. I'm Sensei Michelle. And I'm Jackie saying hi. And today... Super excited, like this ever is not the case in our lives, because we have a guest named Sifu Rob Jones. That's right. And he's all the way from the UK. He's about to receive a Black Belt Hall of Fame award this October. That's way cool. Yes. And we'll hear all about that in a couple of minutes. So obviously, he has a lifetime of karate to tell us about. That's right, Sensei. His system is called Shaolin Temple Boxing, Tiger Ripping System. And is located in Coventry in the UK. Hi Sifu, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you very much Amora. an honor it is to be speaking with you today. Oh my goodness, the pleasure is completely ours. For sure.
1: And we have a third on our show, if you've heard an episode, you know his name's Landon. He will be sad that he missed this one. And furthermore, well,
0: send my best wishes.
1: Yeah, and, and furthermore, I was a little nervous about the technology without him here. Because I was like, oh, my God, we're going to have to troubleshoot on our own. (laughs) Well, let's just keep going and pray for the best. So it looks good so far. Yes. I mean, we got on. That's the big step, isn't it? Yes. Okay. One of the things I want to talk about is how you named your system, the Shaolin Temple Boxing
0: Tiger Ripping System. The Shaolin Temple Boxing Tiger Ripping System came from um, a gentleman called Bob Johnson. He was in the Hong Kong police. And he was taught by a master, Fong, from uh, China. And when he finished in the Hong Kong police, he brought it to the UK in the early 50s. He devised a system from the uh, Shaolin. Wow. When he came back to Leicester to live, that was when he met up with a country guy called Tom Carey. That was the link from Leicester to Coventry. It was called the forgotten system in China because it was, um, how can we say it was very brutal. Right. The system itself as well as the training. Uh, I dare say we'll go on to that later. <laughs> we may do that. And this ah. what's, uh, this what happened when the link came from Leicester to Coventry through Tom Carey. Then it was through Graham Roden, then through my master. Sadly, he died, so he passed it on to me. Graham Roden is still alive and well. He's a lovely man, and he wishes you both well as well. Thank Hi, nice. you. Thank, Thank you. you.
1: Right back, Adam, of course. So can we talk for a minute about your title? I saw online that you're listed as the word Thai C. Am I saying that correctly?
0: Correct. It's Tai Si Gong, which is it means great grandfather.
1: Ah. Oh, now that I love. And so clearly it's a term of respect. It, it it
0: is, yes. That's all it is. Very cool. But for the purposes of today, we can just call you Sifu. Call me anything you like. Sensei as as I do have a black belt in jujitsu. Oh, oh now where did that how did that happen? Well, it was um I got involved with some certain people from um, Cornwall and they liked me so much. They wanted to integrate with me and then I started training with them. And over the many years, I went down one day and there was a guy that was taking his showdown and they said, would you like to come in? Because we've been watching you and it would be a vast experience for the gentleman that was taking his showdown grading. So I said I'd be more than happy to. And what we did was I did exactly the same as what he did, by the way, because there was no skullduggery or anything like that behind it. And what happened was, was that he took a 40-man line up each corner of the tatami and uh, you had to do a 40-corner judo, a 40-corner jiu-jitsu, a 40-corner aikido, mm. and a 40-corner... Um self-defense, because that was the system of the jujitsu. And I did it as well. And he passed. And I was over the moon for him because uh he was a lovely lad. Wow. Tragic. You- now I have a question for you. What does corner mean? 40 corner. Well, there was 10 men in each corner of the dojo sitting on the tatami, and they were coming in with random attacks. Got it. From each corner. Um, we call that reactionary. Yeah. Is that what you guys, the term you guys? Well, use? It, it's just a four corner attack. Oh. It was in their syllabus. That's very cool. So, Sifu, what age did you start your training? Well, it was in 1965. I was 15 years of age. And there wasn't anything known about anything. The nearest karate club was two buses away. Ah. Uh. You know, and it was time to get there. Then you had to train. Then you were you were virtually catching the last bus home. Yeah, it, it was just not. And I went along just to just for jolly, just to see it. And I've got to be honest, it wasn't for me. Ah. Oh. So then I heard that uh, one of my um, teachers was a black belt in judo. He trained at another school. Well, the other school was about a mile walk. Ah. Oh. So I started. Actually, started in judo, and that was a really, really good leveler because um, it was a case of, well, I was four foot nothing, mm-hmm. and you know I had to do something because I was bullied at school throughout the whole of my school career. Mm-hmm. They tried to get money out of me. I didn't, so they took it out of my body instead. In a strange way, it was really weird, and it was a case of it did me a lot of good because when I went to judo, I was body conditioned. I can understand that. that. totally makes sense. And I was the smallest in the dojo, and there was something missing. So I went to karate in 1967 for about three years, and I thought there's still something missing. It's something that I'm not quite getting. The reason why I left karate was they wanted me to go into competition, which I really didn't want. You know, it wasn't my line of work, if you see what I mean. Yes. And it was it was a case of, do I want to go on the sport route? And I went, is it going to do me any good? Well, me with the shortest leg in the world, <laughs> I, I couldn't get my washi Gary or my may Gary above chest height. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I thought, well, no, it just doesn't compute in today's terminology. So I left it for a while, and then in the village where I lived, it was a mining village because it was purposely built for a mining community because it was uh, coal mining and the industry. And every every person in the whole village was on the same wage. Ah. You know, that's how strange it was wow. because everybody had the same. Right. And what happened was there was a gung uh, fu club. Opened up opposite the pub (laughs) (laughs) Perfect (laughs) Well Yes And uh, they said why don't you come along Well my master Ted Harris who is no Longer with us He said "Um, what do you want to do this for Because nobody ever heard of Kung Fu Which is the correct pronunciation Not Kung Fu Kung Fu is the correct pronunciation And if it's in Mandarin it's Gong G-O-N-G Ah So they said well what do you want it for? I said, well, I've been bullied all my life, you know, in one way or another. And I, and he said, well, yeah, but what do you want out of it? I said, well, I want a bit of self-discipline and I don't want to go on the wrong path. I've tried uh, karate. I've tried judo and I love me judo. I still do love me judo, but there was it was something that was missing. I said, well, what do you want it for? I said, I just want to go forward with my life in one way. He went, mm, Yeah, That's not the actual answer I was looking for, but we'll go along with it. So he said, Well, would you sit down? I said, Yeah, that's fine. No problem. Very respectful. Thank you very much for letting me into the coon, but you would call uh, dojo for the purposes of it. It's dojo. He said, Sit down there. The reason why I'm telling you to sit down there is because this isn't like karate or judo. Right. Okay. Give you an insight as to what we're doing. Well, nobody ever heard of Kung Fu It was it was number twenty six on the menu. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, right, okay, I'll sit down. At the end of the lesson, he said, "Well, what do you think?" It opened me eyes because of the brutality of the training. That was one. I thought, wow. Okay. Are you coming back next week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll come back next week. Came back next week. Sit down there. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come back next week. Sit down there. Did you enjoy that? Yeah. Come back next week. Sit down there. Two months I came back and sat down there. Wow. And he said, well, at least you're keen and now you understand what is going to be expected from you. We don't expect you to do what we are doing because there was double brown belt. We used the uh, black belt system rather than the sash. Because wow. ours was a hard system.
1: That's interesting. Oh, I didn't know there was such a. Okay, I didn't yeah. know there was such a thing as a hard Time. kung fu system.
0: Yeah, it was the. It's the only hardest kung fu system in the Shaolin calendar. Very cool. You've got the snake, the leopard, the crane, the monkey, and then the tiger. Oh. And the tiger is the most powerful of the five because it actually means in the Shaolin the tiger system means tenacity and power.
1: So. Can you give me a couple of examples of the hardness of the training?
0: Right. Imagine a tennis court. You call it asphalt. We call it tarmac. Well, imagine three tennis courts together on asphalt. Mm -hmm. You have a fence all the way around the perimeter. Get your two front knuckles onto the tarmac. A gentleman then comes along and picks up your legs. Mm Mm-hmm and walk the outside perimeter on the two front knuckles. Ow. Oh. When you got there, you had to do it backwards. Oh,
1: that was a great example. And to our audience, I want to say we're on a Zoom call, so I can see his hands, and his knuckles look just fine after all these years.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 no arthritis or anything. The other one with regarding, we, I used to go into low horse, which you called stress position. We had one person in front of me and one behind me with the hands on the uh, hands on the head. And they would do a Mawashi Gary round to the rib cage uh-huh. on both sides at the same uh-huh. time. Yes. And I would kick and you had to stay there for about 10 minutes. That is a lot harder than I would have pictured Kung fu training. Or oh, go to but- the Shaolin monk training methods.
1: Yes. It sounds like you would learn a lot about how to become an excellent fighter, which is what the outcome was, correct? Yes. I watched this great video of you on YouTube where you were teaching a technique, and after you did your what we call out of the line of fire in your block, you started the technique with that groin kick. I was over the moon with happiness because it's one of my go-to techniques as
0: well. Oh, well, yeah, because remember, you're related to us. (laughs) (laughs) And by that, you mean karate-wise? Yeah, because uh, your uh, your second founder was me, Master Miyagi. Exactly. Oh. And his master trained in the Shaolin Temple.
1: Yes, that's correct. Hey, Genona. So you're a soft system with some, some serious hardness, and we're a hard system
0: with some softness. That's right. It's, a, it's well, awesome. We say fight hardness with softness and softness with hardness. Oh, nice. We have a similar one. So
1: we'll, we'll talk about that one day. Do you have any other favorite techniques,
0: though? Well, because we are not sport, we're purely for street fighting, et cetera, et cetera. And there's no, there's no getting away from this. And I, I, I don't make any apologies for saying this, but if you're being attacked in the street, you can't say what technique you're going to use because it becomes instinctive. Not everybody is going to attack you from the front. All big,
1: on the same page so far.
0: Yes. So you've got attacks from the side, you've got attacks from angles, you've got attacks from behind. So in a way, yes, I have for that situation. And I explain my, to my students this, look at yourself as a computer. You've come into the coon and your computer knowledge is, without sounding facetious in any way, please do not misconstrue what I'm trying to say. Your knowledge of the chart of the martial arts, especially this one, is brr. so. If you're being attacked, you've got brr to work with, so you react faster. Unfortunately for me, I've got, brr. <laughs> and you've got to go through all that to get to the one you want. <laughs> so, your reaction time, my reaction time is slower than what yours is, believe it or not. And then they say. That makes sense. So as it comes in, I'm already, I'm already assessing that, mm-hmm. and that's how I can explain. I can only react to a reaction. I cannot, um, how can we say, surmise an attack.
1: Right, exactly. In our system, we would use the word anticipate. Anticipate exactly. Bad plan. The word is the word is exactly the same. I agree. You're in tiger ripping system, so do you use a lot of fingers?
0: Yes, we do, uh, especially, for the, um, especially for the strikes because what we used to do is if you can see my hand, I guess we instead, of a, instead of a press-up being like that, we had to do them with uh-huh. a claw right uh-huh. on the tips. But the eagle press-ups where the hands are extended oh. as far as they could, then where your wrist is, you put your fingers, so your fingers are going to be here. Uh-huh. Then what we had to do was raise the body. And then do 50 enlightenments, as my instructor used to call <laughs> Okay, um, well,
1: so what we're going to try to do is we're going to try to put a picture of that clawed hand. We'll use mine or Sensei Jackie's. We'll put a picture of it on Twitter so you guys can see it. Any of you who are in a dojo, you've done it. You already know, and it is insanely crazy in regular push-ups. So an eagle push-up, and that's where your hands are at 90 degrees from your shoulders.
0: Yep, and then bring it in to your wrist area.
1: Yeah. like so there's well, your hand
0: wrist area you have to bring it to the wrist area right and then do the push-ups it's like
1: ah! on that note on that it's note. hardly it's hard to say anything else wonderful after you've been doing eagle push ah, push-ups exactly <laughs> see can we get to the uh, upcoming ceremony and tell us about your
0: your award that's coming well it was funny how it came about. Over many years, I have met a lot of wonderful, wonderful martial artists. One of them is a guy called Hanshi Pat Stratford. Please look it up. He was the very first Westerner ever to be awarded the Emperor of Japan medal. Wow. That is the Order of the Rising Sun with silver and gold rays. And the reason why he got that was he was the first Westerner ever to be awarded it for Aikido. He lived in a Shiba's house for 10 years. Wow. Ah, So he was honored by the emperor of Japan. Hmm. Lovely man no longer with us. So please Google that and then you'll see where we're coming from. He and I have been firm friends before he died for over 45 years. That's wonderful. wonderful, so please forgive me for going off at a tangent. No, it's wonderful. I have met like I said, that was one of many, many, many people what the other one was um Sheehan Barry Tatlow. he was the general secretary to the martial arts Commission. will you say his name again? Barry Tatlow he is an eighth Dan and he does the Phoenix karate Waroo oh, and he's okay. in Coventry. We have known each other for over 45 years There is another one And his name was Sokey Gary Stringer, 10th Dan He was awarded the British Empire Medal by Her Majesty the Queen Ooh. And I've known him for about 35 years My goodness Mr. Tatlow and Mr. Stringer was very much well together And they've known each other for over 35 years So they were talking about me one day and said, you know what, Bob Jones, you know, nobody's ever thought about doing anything for him. He's never wanted a damn thing, which I haven't, you know, no recognition, you know, head under the cover, if you see what I mean. (laughs) He's put so much effort. He works so hard. He's never been recognized for any of his work where he's done. He said, and uh, let's put his name forward. And he said, it's a good choice.
1: Fantastic.
0: So tell me about the process. Well, uh, the process had to go through two uh, nominees and it had to be accepted, which it had been. And they got in contact with uh, Bill Superfoot Wallace to come over. I have met him on one other occasion. That was Andy Margaret. He had a course and he said, would you please come on the course uh, as a Chinese instructor? Because we got karate, judo, jiu-jitsu. I said, yeah, I'd be more than happy to. And that's where I met Bill Wallace nice and for our audience who
1: don't have a visual your head on our screen is framed by a katana there is a story behind that we'll finish with the katana story but let's finish with the um ceremony all right when is now that... that's coming up in two months i think the 10th of october so very soon we'll check in with you afterwards and you can tell us a little bit about it okay
0: i will be more than honored to it's very low on it. I
1: am so excited.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I know too. somebody
1: now who's getting this incredible award.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> I won't be the only one, by the way. May <laughs> I clarify that?
1: Have you got the list of other people? Do you know anyone else who's going?
0: No, I don't know anybody on the on the list at all. Where is it being held? It's being held at a um, Coors Brewery function room. <laughs> Brewery. <laughs> yeah, in Burton-on-Trent. Oh,
1: good. Okay. That's it's nice. not.
0: It's not far from me. Oh, good.
1: That that makes it extra nice, especially if it's in the core's Brewing Room. Okay, let's talk um, about that katana,
0: shall we? Let's do right. it. Right. That katana was given to me by an old guy that just lives down the road. Because every time I went training, because I, I it's only 100, 100 yards down the road where I teach. And I passed his house and he was out in the garden. He's saying, oh, hello, Bob, how are you doing? You're teaching again, yeah. Because I also teach the Japanese arts. And he's seen me walking down the road with my katana. And he says, oh, he said, uh, I'll have a word with you about that. So anyway, cutting a long story short, he said, Bob, would you please come into the house? I went, certainly. I have this katana. Yes. He said, my brother took it off the naval officer. Ah. Uh. On VJ Day, oh my God, HMS Belfast. Oh my goodness, where they surrendered on the HMS Belfast in World War Two. Wow. And he said, "I'm now passing it over to you because I know you would look after it." Wow. Oh, wow.
1: Well, okay, an honor. You're taking my breath away. I need a second to get my air here. And that—that's a true story. It looks so lovely on the wall behind you. Uh, May I take it off and show you? I would love. It's so lovely. It's in its original condition. For those of us who can see the beauty in the fight. Absolutely amazing. I'm in such awe. I mean, that's, that's the art of war. That's exactly what Abso- I'm Absolutely. Say. Although I was going to use the word the strategies of war. Okay. Same thing. Well, I just can't believe how much fun and interest this has been beyond my wildest dreams. Do you have anything you'd like to share before I start to do my closeout?
0: Um, if anybody wants to go onto the website, it's gungfu dot org dot uk. As far as we know, we're the only martial arts club in the UK with a registered trademark. Ooh, Ooh.
1: very nice. You know, so, it's the, Fu. The, the
0: R with the little
1: circle. Oh yes, I do suggest you go on the website. I love your patch. And with that, I just can't thank you enough for being here. It it was super wonderful.
0: Yes. And I certainly hope this is only the first of many. Thank you very, very much. It's been a privilege for me to be speaking to two very knowledgeable ladies. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. And you know, I will stay in touch with you. I'll make Mm -hmm. a point of it, sir. On that note, since Jackie, it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. I certainly hope you enjoyed this a tiny bit as much as we did. And this is Sensei Michelle, signing off. Don't forget to use Honor Athletics if you have a karate need. Need a gi, some weapons, some weights? Give them a holler at 770-945-5150 or reach them at HonorAthletics.com. Don't forget to mention Wildcat Dojo for your 10% discount. Thanks for your support. Hope you joined us again on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.